We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about saving money and building up wealth. And how you do that is by putting away money in your qualified plans, your 401ks, your 403bs, and let it build up over time. That's not really our business. Our business, we manage people's retirement, their rollovers. When they when they decide to retire, they come to us and we come up with a plan for them and and, and manage the money. But we always talk about this first because this is how people build up the wealth in order to sit there and retire successfully. It, 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 it's these qualified plans. Uh, it, 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 and if you don't have one, it's a 401k, 403b. It's really much, much tougher to save money over time. I mean, that's what we find. Some people can do it. Some people are what we call super savers. They can save 25, 30% of their income, even if they don't make much money. And other people, it, it, it's much harder. And by having these plans, uh, particularly with the company match, it makes it, it makes it easier to build up the wealth. So we want to save a minimum of 10% plus the company match. And if you're in your 50s, now's the time to really ramp up the savings, sock away the money for retirement. And that, that's the key thing. Uh, so remember, remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. Well, here we are. We've got a lot to talk about in the show. Some interesting things. The market's had a big recovery. Is this going to continue? Uh, you know, it, it, we started out with the worst year, the fourth worst year in the United States history for investments. We had the worst bond market since, uh, according to Deutsche Bank, 1790. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty bad situation. And, uh, and now we've heard that since the market's gotten above, I think, above their 50% retracement level, uh, the new bear market, it, the market has never gone down. Uh, you know, and there's a good record for that. And the other side, there's other records. And, and I think I think that the, the bond, the worst bond market since 1790, tells you we're in a completely different world. And we we, we really see, and not so much talking about that that statistic in particular, but way too many people are looking back over the last 20 years and managing money. And, and they don't understand we're in an inflationary environment. The, the, the PPI number was it came in at uh, uh, most recent was about nine point eight percent. I think it's eight point three percent on the CPI over the last twelve months. Uh, that's why we had such a horrible bond market. When when inflation goes up, bonds go down. And, and what we're finding is just way too many people. Just it's it's really remarkable to me. Have no idea what they're doing in this type of environment. It. In an inflationary environment, you want to you want to tighten up your bonds and, and keep them shorter term. Now, look, if you're in 1980s or quite frankly even the late 70s, and you can you know lock in 10% on Treasuries, you know that's not a bad deal. But even now, Treasuries are at at about 3.2.87%. Uh, uh, and, and 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 so keep in mind. Let me let me just pull up the. Let's see here. Bear with me just one second. Uh, you know, 
Keep in mind, two years ago, they were down at, at a half a percent, actually under a half a percent, if I remember right. And now they've gone up. So if you're not getting much money on it, and that hints, hints the really poor returns on, on investments. At the beginning of the year, they were really in December, they were about one and a half, beginning of the year, one and a half percent. So, you know, it's, so you, you, at the time we had 6% inflation and the bonds were like one and a half percent. That works out to be a negative, what is that, negative four and a half percent return, which is just horrific. It, it, and this is why you saw the worst start to the bond market since 1790. That's like, it's over 200 years. So it, I want you, you have to understand we live in a different world. We live in a world where it's very difficult to, to, to for the government spending has gotten out of control. We spent, I don't know how many trillions of dollars over the last couple of years. They, they just wanted to do an emergency $50 billion grant and loan program to the semiconductor companies because we because we realize that if Taiwan gets invaded, we're going to get cut off from semiconductors. And, and an enormous number of our semiconductors, particularly the high-end ones, come out of uh, uh, Taiwan Semiconductor. And, and so, uh, so, so it's just not a bad idea. And we're, you know, we're ramping up. We're putting in new semiconductor plants in Ohio and Taylor, Texas, and Austin, Texas. Uh, Sherman, Texas, uh, Phoenix, you know, so it, it, this is good for growth. It, you know, it's, it's a worthy cause. And look, it's got to be done to protect the United States. Somehow another uh, $220 billion gets put into the bill. This is when we have 8% inflation and you're trying to ramp down, in, you're trying to cut spending to try to get some of the inflation under control and, there, and there's, there's supply chain issues everywhere. And it, it, just, it just shows you that we, we've, we've lost control. We have super high inflation. We, we, we still have reasonably low interest rates are starting to come up. Uh, and, and so we're seeing some changes, but, but, but inflation can be incredibly damaging to your retirement. Let me, let me just give you some, some numbers here. I was looking up, uh, it's about since 2019, uh, uh, the cost of, 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 uh, of goods has gone up about 14% on the average, 14%. And uh, homes has gone up 44%. So what we're looking at is, is we're looking at some Pretty big numbers here, uh, as, as, as you know, that, that, that are changing the world. This is hurting people's lifestyles, and uh, you know, I, I won't even get into the you know the other issues. But but there, there's a lot of worry out there. People are very frightened for the future. I mean, we we the the, the, the crime has spiraled out of control in the United States. Why? Because. You know, a, 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 a secretive hedge fund investor, George Soros, went and funded a bunch of DA positions all over the country and put radical DAs that don't believe in in crime. It, it was so bad. They had some guy that he walks up behind a person at when they come out of a restaurant, puts on a pair of gloves, punches the guy, takes him down, fractures his jaw, puts him in a – he's still in a coma, and – they they finally capture him. You know, there's pictures all over New York City where they capture the guy. He gets let out bail the next day, and they reduce the charge from attempted murder down to some minor misdemeanor. Get it so bad the governor has to sit there and 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 and, and, and move quickly to get the guy reinvested. I, you know, crime, uh, robbery, rape, uh, murder, assault. Arson is completely out of control. I mean, everybody saw the pictures of the 7-Eleven that was sacked by a, by a mob. You know why? Because they can get away with it. And the problem with that is everyone else is watching that and going, well, God, I guess you can do that now. And they'll start doing the same thing. And, and, and then you got our border. Our, bo our border is, you know, the president, you know, he swears an oath to defend the United States and protect his borders. And then he turns over. The, the guarding of, of the Mexican of, of the U.S. Mexican border to the Mexican cartels to to criminal organization. He farms it out to a criminal organization. The cartels are in charge of the border. Make no mistake about it. But people think you can just try to cross the border back and forth. No, nobody gets across that border without crossing that river without the approval of the Mexican cartels, without paying the cartels. If they don't want you, they, they don't. So the United States of America doesn't say who comes into the United States, the Mexican cartels. You know, they're moving in fentanyl. They're moving, you know, they're, they're, uh, child, uh, sex trafficking. They're, they're bringing across women across the border. The, the women are being raped. Uh, there's children, assaults on, on children, sexual assaults on children along the border. You know, hundreds of peoples are dying crossing the borders. 
71,000 people, 71,000 people, additional people have died from fentanyl and drug overdoses last year. That, that's because of all the fentanyl coming across the border. That, yeah, that is more than we lost to Americans in the entire Vietnam War. We lost 58,000, a little over 58,000 uh, Americans in the Vietnam War. There was protest all over the place. People couldn't believe it. They were horrified that Americans were dying. And we lose more than that. In, that was over five or six years or more. This is in one year, and nobody cares. These are young people. These are our, our, our children in some cases. These are all types of average people. We talked to someone you know, down the street, someone, a friend of theirs, uh, you know, was, was died because of a, of, a, of a, a drugs he took, and this is uh, the only case that's even close to this is probably what the you know when the British brought in opium into China, and incidentally, where does it come? The fentanyl's coming from China, and, and, and we, they don't care because the difference is is because the Democrats, the Global Economic Forum, Joe Biden, they don't care because they don't believe they don't see the value of human life. There's a difference. There's a difference between Christians and, and, and people that don't believe in God. They do not see the value of human life. And so if 71,000 people, hey, that just improves the environment. That's less CO2. It, 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 it's really appalling. But things are starting to change. Things are starting to improve. People are seeing the, 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 these people are monsters and seeing who they really are. They're, they're just an incarnation of evil is what it is. And so... So all of these things, inflation, a runway border, crime is out of control, has, has frightened people, it, 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 and the inflation is endangering your retirement. So you've got to have a different way to manage money in that environment. Look, things are going to change. I say they're going to change. This too, look. Either these people are going to get voted out or the country is going to descend into chaos and most likely break up. And one of the things you've got to be careful of is people around the rest of the world are looking at this. And they're going, you know, they were engaged in a war with Russia. For what reason, nobody quite can figure out in a war that nope, there's zero support for in the United States of America outside of the mainstream media. Uh, it. It, it, you know, that we're spending money there, billions there. We're throwing billions of dollars here. We, we, we're not defending our borders. Crime is out of control. People from this world go, look, I'm not going to L.A. Or I, I'm afraid to go to New York to, for tourism because I might be mugged or killed. It, you know, it, it's a dangerous place. The United States is – and so people are losing trust in the United States. Quite frankly, this is part, probably part of the plan for, for the globalists. They want to destroy the United States' reputation and so nobody trusts it because we've been the leader of the world. And if, you know, if you're Klaus, the German Klaus Schwab, you can sit there and you know, move to destroy the United States and then try to move the, 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 the leadership of the world over to Europe, which, which – you know, but – the problem is, is they're using our dollars, they're using our money, they're investing in the United States. Well, pretty soon they might go, look, maybe I'll just use euros, maybe I'll use Japanese yen, I, I doubt that, but Chinese yuan, you know, the Chinese yuan, you know, those people at least seem to have something going, you know, some type of, of, of order in their country, it, it, and it could endanger the dollar. It, and if it endangers the dollar, if there was ever to be a run on the dollar, it would be utterly catastrophic to your retirement to your savings, to your social security, all of these things that, 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 that's important for your future, your children's future, and important for the United States of America. And so we have, we don't, the, this is not happening in a vacuum. Other people in the world are looking at this and going, what has happened to the United States? It's the greatest country in the world, and, it, and Joe Biden is, is, seems to have a, a systematic plan to destroy it. So I think you're going to see the elections come up. I think it's going to be a tremendous repudiation of their of, of the of the Democrats' idea. Yeah, you know, somebody I listened to one of they compared the the Democrats, you know, their agenda to to to, to the baby Ruth. In, remember the movie Caddyshack and the baby Ruth in the pool. That in the, in the pool, just people. Oh my God! Then the pool clears out and finally, uh, you know, uh, was it? Uh, um, um, not Chevy Chase, but Murray. Uh, anyway, he, he, he sees it's a baby Ruth, but it's the same thing. Nobody wants to be near this agenda. It, 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 everybody hates it, and they all and everybody wants away from it. 
either they're going to pull their dollars or they're going to convert out and pull their money out of the United States or they're going to vote against these people. And that, you're going to see a huge repudiation. But in the interim, we've got to deal with, with the reckless government spending that's gone on for the last decade or two. We've got to deal with the massive debt, and we have to deal with the inflation. Money supply has gone up over – it's gone up, what was it, 40, 42% here since – since December 5th, uh, uh, of 19, before this happened. And that, that's a big move up. And so looking at that, uh, yeah, 42.5%. And so this is why we have David left his taxi in the bottom of a bean town lake. Said this whole world's full of chances. And this is one I gotta take. And so we caught the line. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. The Max Out Savings Show, we're talking savings in your retirement. Look, what, what do you do in this world? We've got inflation. Uh, we, we've we've got uh, you know a government that, that that's really suspect. People are very concerned. Uh, okay, hello, Charles. Welcome to the Max. Good morning, Ted. Uh, I have a question about this uh, World Economic Forum. Uh, is, my understanding is that the past presidents, I mean, George Bush Sr. and a lot of other presidents, I guess, were signatories to this. But I, I, I guess a question I have is, is with regard to the policies of the World Economic Forum, because my understanding is the way this thing came about was is and I don't know if this goes back to the days of Henry Kissinger, but I guess apparently the, the, the thinking was was that I guess the United Nations were, really wasn't helping out other countries across the globe as such, and that they needed a new new movement or whatever organization to essentially get everybody aligned. But I guess the question I have is, is if we're a signatory to this, what are we obligated in any way when these things uh, are, are conflict with, you know, say the, our country's set of values? I mean, or do we have to we have to conform to whatever they they say? I mean, you brought up I think a week or two ago 
about the problems that the Dutch are having with the, I think they're trying to, to control nitrogen or whatever, and now the the farmers over there are having problems. But if this organization is putting things oh. out, yeah, yeah, uh, what obligation are we to follow this stuff, I guess, is the question. Uh, we, we, we're, we're, uh, look, we're under no obligation whatsoever. This is a group uh, that, you know, the Davos crowd and, and Klaus Schwab, who's the German that r- had ran this, it, right. you know, he, he was brilliantly, he started out kind of as management consultant and they worked through these big corporations and realized that they could co-opt the CEOs of these big corporations, invite them to Davos, wine and dine them, and talk about saving the planet, environmentalism and stuff. And, 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 and there seems to be a really more sinister movement underneath it. Um, you, you mentioned the Dutch, I mean, uh, Ceylon, uh, in Sri Lanka, they, 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 the, the, the government collapsed because they tried to eliminate fertilizers, and, 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 and the country's starving. I mean, the, 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 their policy—they they were the big ones to defund the oil and gas sector. You know, Larry Fink is the big Davos Global Economic Forum guy. The, these people are, are a bunch of wannabes that want to take over the world. They're, you know, instead of the Aryan race, they have this new this new class of people that are smarter than everyone else that out of Harvard, that, that this new elite class is going to rule the world. And, and we just have to tell them, look, you people haven't done anything. Quite frankly, most of the policies you're done have been horrifically bad. Look, the United States, we're all pretty big environmentalists in this country. We want a clean country. I, we, we're going to eventually make a transition to more electric cars, but but we're going to do it using the free market system. We don't need some central planning, global central planning organization. And by the way, they've changed it a little bit. They're now calling it the the, the global order or something like that. Uh, you know, Biden's a, a big part of this. But yeah, no, uh, these people are 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 dangerous because they seek to rule the world. They look down on on, on working people. They think they're a least class. The close. They want to basically reinstitute serfdom. That that's come out of uh, Europe and Klaus Schwab's famous, you know, was look it, by 2030 you'll own nothing and love it. You know, it everything will, will be owned by by I guess corporations or wealthy people and it will all be serfs. I mean, it's it's a frightening group of people and I think people are seeing who they are and so I, I, there's real pushback uh, across the world and in particularly the United States. The Chinese want nothing to do with them. The Russians want nothing to do with them. Uh, you know, and a lot of people elsewhere in the world want nothing to do with these people. Quite frankly, it's probably why we have the war with Russia. Yeah. Uh, it, it, just as a follow-up to this, uh, I, I think the Houston Chronicle today on the front page, I think, had something about uh, the oil and gas sector, uh, I guess, having problems getting financing for projects because a lot of these banks, I know, Banks over in Canada now have kind of signed on to, and maybe this comes from that World Economic Forum that uh, they're no Absolutely. longer going to fund hydrocarbon or or fossil fuel stuff. What what do you see the uh, what do you how do you see the the oil and gas responding? The, I mean, okay. is there going to be more private equity pouring into that? I mean, how are they going to get yeah, finance yeah. to do projects or being built that, chemical that, plants or whatever? Look, this is this is working in our favor because what's happened is. Is the old companies realize? Well, look, if we if we cut back some and don't grow production as much, the price will be higher, and everyone's going to make more money. Uh, and, and so, and, and people are seeing, and then they can finance their their operations through cash flow, and that's what's going to happen to the higher prices. So they're not going to need as much outside financing. Uh, by the way, the Canadians, uh, they, you know, it's one of the biggest. You know, the Global Economic Forum has their people all over Canada. Trudeau is a huge acolyte. Uh, you know, one of the big apostles for the, you know, for the global economic form, which, by the way, I believe is a religion like Christianity, Judaism, or Muslim. Uh, I, I genuinely believe it's 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 a it's it's a religion. It's nothing I want to do with. And yeah. uh, so anyway, but yeah, good good questions. Thanks for the call, Charles. Thanks. Yeah, look, I mean, the, the global economic form is the one that more to defund the oil and gas sector, and it's blown up in their faces because now we have sky-high oil prices. The, the reason, one of the reasons the market fell off Friday so much was the German PPI came in at up 37%, producer price index in, in Germany. It, it, it jumped up 5.3%. That's an annualized basis of about 63% a year in Germany because of these ridiculous 
energy policies they have over there. I mean, everybody's paying the price. And then the war with Russia, which we basically kind of ginned up that mess and and, and you know, rather than trying to go have peace talks, they, they, you know, it's strangling the the uh, the Germans. And, and so the German economy is slowing down because of high energy costs. This is because they didn't prepare. The United States, we're an energy export. We prepared. But a big word I want you to think about today is disintermediation. Disintermediation. This was a big thing back in the, the 70, early 70s. In, uh, I think even late 60s to some extent, uh, most 70s, where, where money started coming out of the banks and other places and went to the savings loans because they paid more money. And something interesting has happened. If you look at the Fed funds, uh, that with Fed funds is the rate that the Fed pays on funds. If you give the, if you're a bank, you give the 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 the, 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 the Fed money, they'll give you you know funds back. Or this is the the, the, the what they charge. This is what the, the, the they charge. To borrow from the Fed, and so it's up to two and a half percent. But on February of twenty of this year, February of this year, it was at effectively zero. It was effectively zero, and right now, so it's gone up quite a bit. And if you look at the one-year Treasury yield, it began the year. Well, it didn't begin the year, but back in I'll say October of last year, September of last year, it was at. Close to zero, close to zero, you know, a one-tenth of a percent or something. And right now it's yielding. Guess what? The, okay, so so September of last year, about a year ago, less than a year ago, it was at 0.07%, 0.07, less than one-tenth of a percent. Let's, why don't you guess what the one-year treasury is today? Okay, you had enough time to think about it. 3.26%. That's a huge move. And even 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 as as December at the at the end of the year, it was it was at 0.3 percent, and so it's really gone up quite a bit. And even into almost March, mid March, it was it was around 1.4 percent. So it's really skyrocketed up, and rate short rates are going up. And so. So what's happening is is short-term rates are moving up and, and, and one-year bonds are moving up or two-year bonds, are, the yields are going up dramatically. And so this is, this is allowing you to move further out of the chain uh, to pick up additional yield with very little risk. Warren Buffett's one of the biggest, you know, Warren Buffett has huge positions in, in, in treasury bonds, in, 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 in uh, treasury bills, short-term treasury notes, you know, one year, those type of things, because he's getting very good returns on them, 30-day treasury bills. They're all, they're all paying, paying pretty good rates. Uh, the, the, third, the, 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 the three-month treasury bills at 2.5%. So this is, this is creating an opportunity. And, and and so, for instance, we're we've re, we're readjusting our portfolios uh, uh, in, in, into U.S. Treasury money market funds. They yield pretty well. Uh, they, they they yield better. Uh, we like those. You can get a little bit more on a regular money fund. But my philosophy is for you know basically 20 basis points. I'd just soon be sit, sitting in safe, ultra safe treasuries because I don't want to risk. It, it, this is this is short term cash money, and I'd want zero risk. It, 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 as close to zero as I can get it. It, it, it and, and I think this is an opportunity. I mean, Warren Buffett is smart money. He's putting money in it in there. This is better than CDs. I mean, uh, uh, you know, a 3% on, on a one year, uh, we've purchased some of those for clients. This is better. Go try, go look at your CD rates and see what you're getting. And and so this is this is going to pull money out of banks and other places and brokerage firms if 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 you you've got to make sure that you're getting a good yield on on things and this is something and by the way the rates have moved up so quickly it it it's it, now's a good time to do it because when it started going up it, there was some lag that was pricing in it and you weren't getting the full returns because they had the older zero uh, zero yielding paper in it right now it, this has been going on for you know looking at the fed funds in June, it was about one point. Uh, it's about one point two. So the so the money in a lot of these funds are, are getting upward, starting to yield up. So it's a good time to look. This is this is a fun, a huge fundamental difference. Uh, you know, I want you to understand because looking out uh, over the last 
two years, we've been getting virtually zero on your money, and that has changed. So there are opportunities out there to do things. Remember, in an inflationary world, you don't want to own long-term bonds. And as we said at the beginning of the show, the worst bond market since 1790 uh, – now, some people have said the worst bond market since 1920. That's what Deutsche Bank came up with was 1790. But it was a bad – that was because all these long-term bonds, people weren't paying attention, and they're like going into with six – you know, five, six, seven percent inflation. They're paying no attention to what's going on, and so so the opportunity is in the shorter term bonds. Now, interestingly enough, the ten-year bond. And remember, a, a standard portfolio is you should have a percentage of stocks and bonds. So you've got to understand where your bond portfolio is, because in bonds, all you're getting is the yield to maturity. You're not getting growth be much beyond that unless rates go down. And right now, rates are going up. But but looking at at the at the at the ten year the ten year is right now it's at about two point effectively two point nine nine percent and and that's been going up that 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 dropped down and it's been going up it broke out above the fifty day now keep in mind that is underneath where you're getting for the one and the two year treasuries. So you're getting more on one- or two-year treasuries than you are for 10-year treasuries because think people think eventually rates are going to go down. So the art is you want to go longer term once the rates start genuinely coming down, which I'm not sure we're there yet uh, with the inflation. It's interesting. We came in with that zero inflation print for the CPI that magically appeared you know, two months before the election. But if you look at, looking at the market uh, Friday, yields went up. Uh, when they saw that German PPI print, uh, the, the yields went up. Yields on Friday were up 3.78% in one day on the 10-year bond. So rates are starting to go up on the longer end again. So so the opportunity is shorter term in, in, in your bond. And, and so you want to understand you can pick up low, low – they're, they're, you're getting paid for not taking a risk, which is something that's not happened for the last two years. At the same time, we have a very expensive stock market. We sold a little stuff on Friday. We're going to be selling more next week, uh, probably a, a little more aggressively. Uh, we, 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 we've been very, very cautious this year. We've done – I think I believe we've done quite well. Uh, and uh, the uh, – I, we're, we're, for, for clients that are a, a little over-invested, not really over-invested, but we, 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 I want to raise cash to make sure we have sufficient cash levels in the accounts. It, it, in the markets, looking at the markets, they've had a good size run from the bottom. Remember, we had the worst start to the stock market since – well, the fourth worst start to the stock market since 1920, and then we've had a, a good rally from the end of, of, the, of the first quarter of the second quarter. Now that it, it, we rallied a 50% retracement, that's now starting to come back down. And, and the important thing to understand is the S&P 500 did not breach the 200-day moving average. And a couple of the other ones like the Dow and I believe the Russell 2000, I'm not sure, either breached it or they breached it and then fell back underneath it. Now, now see, the, the important number to watch in the S&P 500 is Probably that 4210, which is about 15 points, we were at 4228. That's the if it goes underneath the 50% retracement, that's going to spook more people. But, but look, I, I think we got. I think we have to real realistic look at it. It's a 50% re, uh, retracement up uh, from a bad start. But we have to look. We have rising. In, we've had rise. Inflation's going up. It's very high. We have a slowing economy. We have the Russia war. We have rising interest rates are going to continue to rise in the short end. We have rising the dollar. The dollar rose is starting to go up again. Remember, that's going to pressure margins on companies, these big multinationals. Housing's up 44%. So there's a lot of stuff in record margins for companies earning record margins. Those margins aren't going to stay up with the slowing economy and rising inflation. There's going to be additional pressure. So I think now is the time to be cautious again on these markets. Uh, this is yeah, this is something to think about. But but what you I want you to understand is things are, are rapidly changing. Like I said, for the last two years there was zero. You got paid on your money funds. Now they're paying you quite a bit, at three percent. And what I want you to understand, a lot of banks. 
they're not paying very much. Some of these money markets, they're not paying much. And if you, you want to transition into ones that are paying because now there's enough high-yielding stuff in a lot of these very short-term funds are getting a good return because the rates have gone up. It, and this gives you an opportunity to, 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 make, to lock in some money, to make some money with very little risk. And so if you're, if you're getting a half a percent in your CDs, remember the treasuries. Now, well, tell you what, let's take a quick break. We're up against a break. I'm going to discuss how you can pick those up after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. On Radio.com, this is AM1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investment, your retirement. This is the last segment. If you've got a question or comment, you can get in 713-339-1070. You can also listen live anywhere in the world by going to AM1070, The Answer, uh, KNTH1070's website. Uh, there's also pod. You can listen to our podcast. We have people listening from all over the world now. So uh, if if, if, you, if if you're not in your car or if you're about to leave your car, you can catch it on the on the internet. Oh, we're talk, so we're talking about uh, the, the the different the, the huge jump up, the big increase in Treasury bills and Treasury notes. Uh, the short term, thirty day, uh, uh, ninety day, six month. Uh, one-year treasuries. Uh, one year is about 3.26. Two years about 3.25 percent. Not bad returns. These are very low risk. They, in, in, in many cases, they're better than CDs. And you can purchase a treasury. You can purchase at uh, at your brokerage firm. Your money manager, your asset manager, uh, should be able to purchase them for you. Uh, all things being equal, they're extremely liquid. So if if, if 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 the interest rate were to stay there, you know, 
for you, you buy it and they stay there for one month, you should be able to get the same. You should be able to get, you know, minus the interest and everything, the, the same price. You but they're, they're very low. Uh, you know, oftentimes when you try to buy a bond, if you try to sell it, it could cost you one percent. This is very. They, they, they trade very, what we call tightly. They're, the bid and the ask are very close to each other, and it's the most liquid asset. Now, now if interest rates go up, it, it, your, your thing could go down. But remember, if you lock it in for three months or one year, that's the, that's the return you're going to get if you hold it. So you're not going to lose money if you hold it. So something to think about, and you can purchase them, as we said, from your uh, from your asset manager, your 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 broker. They'll tell you how to do it, but they're generally yielding. The treasuries are yielding better than uh, better than the bank CDs right now. And, and uh, you know, once rates start going down, then you want to lock money in longer term and, and go further out on the curve. And we don't. We're working on that. But that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. Uh, as I said, Warren Buffett is a big buyer of these. He, really, he, he doesn't buy commercial papers as much as he buys treasuries with his money because he knows he has flexibility and, he can, and, and liquidity. You can always get out of treasuries, and, and that's an opportunity. Now, what else is Warren Buffett? Warren Buffett is, you know, we just talked about the global economic forums, war on oil and gas, that, 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 that's really run the price of oil and gas up for the American people and been disastrous for the world, quite frankly, uh, which, by the way, Anytime any central planning organization tries to do anything, the same thing happens. People forget the Chinese and the Russians are very, very smart people, you know, and, and yet they've had problems under communism because it's centrally planned. Uh, Russia could go nowhere uh, because because it was communism and not a free market. And, and so, look, I, I think we're always better off in a free market society than some centrally planned organization run by the global economic forum. They're kind of like communism. But what what else is Warren Buffett buying? Warren Buffett is buying, he he, he, he wants to increase his oxy from a tw- in the 20% up to possibly 50%. Uh, he's buying Occidental Petroleum has huge uh, petroleum reserves in the Permian Basin and elsewhere in the world. He's buying oil and gas. He's making a bet on oil and gas and energy. He's also making a bet on inflation. That's that's what that's what he's looking at, and, and and so you know this is this is why the oil and gas sector has been the one of the best performing sectors of the market because these guys are making a lot of money. You know some of these companies, uh, you know they're, they're trading at four times earnings. You know the big majors aren't that, but you know their their earnings are, are a little more diversified in in, in chemicals and and uh, different other things as well. But uh, but there are opportunities in the sector. Natural gas. Natural gas is, is is near is near an all time high, and uh, on gas prices uh, right here. I mean, we're the you know we're the biggest one of the biggest exporters of natural gas in the world. And, and if you look at it, uh, you know, oil, uh, if you look at at natural gas right now, it's trading at uh, at where, where is it right here? About eight eight dollars and thirty four cents. I mean, that's a phenomenal rate return. Uh, uh, I mean, there's, it, it, and so these companies are going to make an enormous amount of money. Let me, let me see some. Bear with me just a second. Let's commit his contract. Okay, I appreciate your patience. I'm going to pull a chart up here of natural gas to show you. Look, natural gas over the last 10 years has traded, it's traded between about Three dollars. It would spike every once in a while to you know between basically two and three dollars. It's at eight dollars. Back, you know, I remember back in the, I got out of the day. I mean, uh, the two thousands. I want to say it, there was times it would trade at eight dollars back then. That since then, inflation has doubled the price or tripled the price of everything. I mean, I, this is we're in August and natural gas is eight dollars. What's it going to do when we get into the winter time? So these companies are going to make a lot of money. I mean, things have fundamentally changed for natural gas. People have realized the disaster we had in the winter of last year, not having enough, or a couple of years ago, with not having enough gas because it got so cold and the, and the, and the solar power wouldn't work. Or if you get cloud, clouded, you've got to have a diversified energy base. And, and so this is why oil and gas has done so well. So something to think about. Uh, other thing, what, one of the things that triggered the move up in oil and gas this week is, is that 
that China cut their interest rates. China's economy is slowing to some extent. Here's, China's real estate market is in trouble. I think they're very similar to the 1970s with us when, when, when Reagan changed up, you know, he redid the tax law and they changed it. Used to be able to sit there and buy a piece of property or a piece of equipment and you, so you put down like $10,000 and you could get like $80,000 worth of deductions off. It was just ridiculous some of the stuff they did. Well, they changed up the tax laws and real estate fell apart. And China is close to that. So they've got to stabilize their real estate market. Well, one of the ways they so, – so they cut the interest rate on borrowing, which and, and that, that, that was a surprise. They, people expected it to say the same because they want to get their economy going. One of the ways China can boost their economy is they're going to have to loosen the COVID standards. Right now, you know, there's very few people dying from COVID. It's a milder version. So if they open up their economy more there, that's going to increase the usage of natural gas. In, in oil, oil and gasoline and things, and that's one reason oil went up this week. I, I, I think you're going to see China make some additional moves here. The question is, it, you know, does China go into Taiwan? If that's the case, then all bets are off. Uh, I, I think uh, you know you're going to want to own U.S. based semiconductor maker companies. You're going to want to own uh, different. You, you know, you're going to want to. There's going. It's going to completely change the world. That's not off the table. I mean, the Chinese are very serious about this. The problem we're running into is the Chinese have seen what we did to the Russians. And I think we tried to set an example with the Russians, like, oh, if you cross us, we're going to shut you off from the SWIFT market and everyone's going to have to pull out of your country. Well, the problem is everyone else in the world has now got to sit there and look at the lens through, well, what happens if the U.S. cuts us off? So they've got to have alternative supplies. And the Chinese realize that the U.S. is serious coming after them. So at what point, they got to figure out what point in time do they just not care and invade Taiwan? So right now they've got us over a barrel with semiconductors and lots of different products that we can only get out of China. So did they do it now or did they wait and let us catch up and get get you know wait wait a couple of years where we've got all our semiconductors plants back and then other plants back in the United States? You know, if I'm the Chinese, you know, they, we, they've got Joe Biden as president, you know, who, who's up there with his aviator gat glasses, you know, looking like, you know, the Terminator or something. And, and you know, but he, he turns around and falls over a blade of grass. Uh, and, you know, do you do that now or do you wait? And, and I, I, I think in the balance is starting to shift to some extent sooner rather than later. And so this is something we want to watch. But either way. It's going to cause an increase in, 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 in the demand for oil and gas, most likely. The Chinese have been building stockpiles of massive oil and gas, grains, and other commodities, uh, whereas the U.S. has been depleting our oil and gas. And remember, after September, October timeframe, probably uh, uh, as soon as the election's over, they're going to quit taking uh, oil and gas out of the petroleum reserve. That's going to be another million barrels uh, of oil and gas lost uh, coming up. So, so again, we like the sector. Uh, the other sector, precious metals. Precious metals is down right now. I think you've just got to tough it through the cycle. Uh, as soon as, A, the Fed pivots, oil and gas is going up. If the, if the war worsens, oil and gas goes up. Uh, you know, Russia, you know, we'll see what happens there. I have my theory what it's going to take to solve that, to, to get some type of peace deal. And, and I think it's going to be very destructive to the world. Uh, on that, I, and, I, and I think Russia is going to have to make a, a, a specific move, which is uh, which is the only way the U.S. is going to back and, and are going to back down, and that worries me. But all of that is it should be positive for for oil and gas. Right now, the dollar is going up. So if you own gold in any other currency, you're doing pretty good. As soon as the dollar reverses, which is going to happen in here somewhere, unless if if things destabilize, uh, uh, oil and Gold's going to go up. And the other wild card we're seeing is, is the financial system going to destabilize due to problems in Europe or something happens in China? And that, that, that is the key. So this is what we're watching closely to see. And that's going to change everything. It, it, right now, it, it, this makes it very hard. Right now, we're clearly in a, in, a, in a stagflationary environment. And stagflation is slow economic growth and inflation. Those are never good good sectors for the market. And that's where we are right now. As we talked about earlier, the market has had a 50% retracement up here. And and and, and so I, I think you've got to start being cautious and really understand 
where this is all, you know, understand that this market's up there. I think the markets have all broken underneath. They, some of them went above the 200-day moving average. The S&P went to a 200-day moving average and fell back. I think you've got to be very cautious overall. This is going to be this is going to be tricky. One of the things that could happen is if, if right now companies are not investing in China, and, and so it's pulling more and more money and elsewhere, and, and Europe is in bad shape. So. They're trying to invest more in the United States because at least we, our economy is doing okay. The danger is we keep closing the funnel of where these dollars could invest. And so if the Chinese, if, 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 if fund managers can't invest in China, they invest in other countries. They put more in the U.S. and more elsewhere. But if, if there's a problem with Europe uh, destabilized, they put more money. It could cause uh, almost a hyperinflationary environment in the United States. And, and that's something I don't think this I don't think we've seen this play out right now. The Fed is is they're manipulating the price of 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 of, of of gold and silver, They're manip- the, 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 the administration is clearly manipulating the demand numbers for oil and gas, uh, we believe. And, 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 and so there's a lot of manipulation out there, and I don't think we're seeing all the facts. And so you, and the Fed is desperately trying to keep this together. If there's any groups or banks in Europe having problems, they're trying to lend them money through uh, reverse repos overseas uh, to, to try to stabilize everything. The question is, does this start breaking down, and how does it break down? It could break down into deflation, or it could break down to the inflationary thing, which is think we think is the most likely because we just cannot control spending. And all this money, if it gets starts pushing back into the United States, we're already seeing skyrocketing, you know, housing all over the country. You know, I was just talking to someone in in a. a Okay, thanks. Uh, in a small town here in Texas, up in Rockdale, and how they're growing because you know they're near, right near the uh, the, the Taylor uh, where, where where the semiconductor plant is going in. But but this money came, it, it came, it st- it started in New York. The Fed bailed everybody out in, on Wall Street. They made fortunes, and then the Silicon Valley uh, in San Francisco, then it, it started coming over to Austin. It started coming to other places, and now it's spilling out from Austin. It's spilling out, and ca- people are pouring out of California. They're pouring out of New York. They're coming to Texas, Florida. They're pushing in other places, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Colorado. They're pushing up the price of everything around the country as this money is cascading around the economy. So I don't, uh, we don't believe this inflation is dead. We think you've got to continue to protect your retirement in this type of environment because it is going to be inflationary. And, and, and the, and the, and Corporate margins are at record high levels. With we have inflation and the dollar going up, that's not going to last for for and, and, a, and a slowing economy and rising interest rates. That is not a recipe for a stock market moving up. So I think the answer is you've got to continue to be cautious. You've got to continue to prepare and protect your retirement from inflation. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Uh, you can request a free report. We, 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 we put you on the list. It comes out once a month. That's all we do. We don't bother you. We don't call you. If you'd like to meet with us, I'll sit down with you. We'll, we'll show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value and investing approach to the stock and bond market. You can request an appointment on the website. But you know, I'll be happy. It's a free appointment. I'll be happy to sit down with you. But at a minimum, get the free report because it's completely free. And I'd like to help you out. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Until then, remember our motto and philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. I, I saw a comment from that. They were interviewing some people on a story on China, and this Chinese person said, now's the time to save. You know, you got to be cautious. Now is the time to save. So save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. <laughs> 